In this episode, Intrepid Travel has created a guide to help businesses decarbonise, with travellers expecting more from tour operators moving forward. The War Nomads Podcast. It's not your usual travel podcast. It's everything for the adventurous, independent traveller. Hi, it's Kim with you flying solo this episode with Phil on a break. And although I'm not on holiday, I am working on the road with my husband from our van, which is where I'm recording this. And we are in Lightning Ridge, which is a small outback town in northwestern New South Wales in Australia. If you're not familiar with the country, I will put a photo of um, where I am at the moment in show notes and a little bit of a, a description so that those of you who haven't got to Australia when the borders finally open, uh, in the meantime, you can do some, some dreaming and some planning to get here and experience the outback for yourself. Now, while I'm here, I'm going to be catching up via Zoom very shortly with James Thornton, the CEO of Responsible Tour Operator Intrepid Travel. Intrepid has been a carbon neutral business since 2010. It's created a 10-step quick start guide to decarbonise your travel business. Now, it's free. It's a free resource. It provides an easy-to-follow action plan on reduction and offsetting for tourism businesses, and that's to encourage the industry to rebuild more sustainably amid this pandemic and that really is something that travellers want to support and we know that moving through coronavirus right James? I think so yeah I mean um, we've got this unique opportunity whereby the world has, has been kept at home and, and had to stand still and um, we've got this opportunity to, to try and rebuild more responsibly and you know the brutal reality in a pre-COVID environment was unfortunately uh, some of our travel actions were um, having a negative impact on on the thing that we ultimately um, treasure so much, which is the world. And if we continue to head in that direction, then we were facing irreversible climate change, and we, we, you know we'd ultimately face an even worse disaster for the travel industry in twenty to thirty years' time. So we do now have this unique opportunity where we've been kept at home to try and rebuild more responsibly and to make sure that our future travel plans. Uh, can benefit local communities, the environment, travellers, all stakeholders as much as possible. But it does require us to change and adapt the way in which we travel moving forward. Well, Intrepid's in a really good position to not preach, but you guys are carbon neutral and had worked towards that for a a few years. So what are some some tips that you could give companies or or travellers? Yeah, so Intrepid has been a carbon neutral business since 2010. Um, we took uh, that journey started for us in 2005. Uh, our founders encouraged our leadership team to read Tim Flannery's book, The Weathermakers. Um, we, uh, a few of us did Al Gore's um, uh, climate change um, training. Um, and so carbon, being a carbon neutral business has been fantastic. But but for us as a, as a company, it's probably, probably no longer enough to just neutralize the impacts of the carbon that we emit. We actually have to take active steps to reduce the carbon that we emit. So um, Intrepid is, is on the verge of committing to science-based targets to, re- to, to reduce its overall um, emissions um, in line with the, the Paris Agreement. Um, in terms of what, what other companies can do, um, the key thing is just to start small. You know, you don't go from being uh, you know, the kind of Intrepid's been been a responsible travel leader for kind of 31 years and we've been on our climate journey for 15 years so it's very hard to kind of replicate 15 years of work in a few months so start small start with something you're passionate about intrepid has just released its 10-step quick start guide to decarbonizing your travel business which is a free 
guide you can go and download from our from our website which created by our own environmental impact specialist and it's kind of a low barrier way for other travel companies to get started on their carbon journey by offering straightforward steps so that's that's what i encourage companies to do by starting small for for individuals i think it's just by really carefully researching the type of travel you do you know when you're traveling in a destination trying not to take multiple different um flights in the destination trying to use more local transport than than kind of uh, privately chartered transport try and support uh, local hotels rather than chain hotels trying to eat the local food again rather than eating in chain restaurants so i think they're all they're all steps that both companies and individuals can take We'll put a link to those 10 steps in show notes, but I've interviewed <laughs> Daryl Wade, um, one of the co-founders of Intrepid, who once who said that when it boils down, our travellers are going on a holiday. They don't want to be burdened with guilt or burdened with worthy acts. I think he sort of summed it up with <laughs> you don't want to be hit on the head with all these rules that you have to That's abide right. by. How do you achieve yeah. a balance? Yeah, absolutely. It's absolutely true that a holiday should be a holiday. But more and more people now want to choose brands that align with their personal values. And that doesn't only apply in travel, um, but we can see the rise of sustainable brands in other industries too, thinking of industries like fashion or, or food or cosmetics. And so traveling with a sustainable tour operator, for me, I think it means feeling good about your purchase and knowing that your holiday isn't causing detrimental harm to, to local people or the environment. So on an Intrepid trip, you know, you'll expect to eat in local restaurants, to take public transport, to meet with local people. And, and we believe it's a style of travel that's not only better for the world, but it also helps create authentic real-life experiences for our travellers. Um, so I think there's a way, of, a way of ultimately doing it where you can, can meet everyone's objectives without sounding too preachy. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that, that balance, isn't it? So how are consumers making more conscious travel choices when it comes to not only safety, which is going to be really the way forward, isn't it, to think not only sustainably but how to travel safely? What, what thoughts do you have on that? Uh, so, you know, safety is absolutely going to be primary concern for, for travellers. You know, we are seeing that, that travellers are or sending, you know, customer surveys that we're doing at the moment Customers have real intention to travel again, but they want to make sure that it's safe and secure to be able to do. So, um, you know, cleanliness standards are going to have to be increased. One of the things Intrepid has done is to um, spend time working with the World Travel and Tourism Council um, for their, and adopting their safe travel mark. So WTTC have outlined a series of steps that travel companies need to, to, need to be taking in order to get their safe travel mark, and, and that's what Intrepid has gone and adopted. So... You know, we, we have already um, operated three trips in a post-COVID environment. Three doesn't sound too many, given that we would have been offering, uh, operating hundreds of trips a week in a, in a pre-COVID environment. But post-COVID, we've operated three trips. And, you know, those trips have taken a lot of energy and time of, of both our, our people to design them and make sure that they're safe and secure and the, the kind of touch points that have to happen on the trips in terms of the, the dealings with the hotels and the transport companies and even going through immigrations and, and the like are, are much more intensive than they were. But ultimately, our travellers have told us that, that they felt safe and secure, that they were still able to have some fantastic experiences and, and are you know keen to spread the word and, and, and start to come back. So um, it is going to be very different when, when um, travel starts to return on a, a kind of more material level. Um, but ultimately safety is going to be, um, be a number one concern initially. 
Yeah, I'm doing some research on um, a travel writer that I'm going to be chatting to, Laura Waters, who's written the book Bewildered, which was incredible. But um, I noticed as part of that research, I think she went on one of the intrepid trips in Northern Territory. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. It's up in the Daintree. Uh, uh, yes, in the Daintree. So I haven't got to reading that article yet, but um, we'll look forward to doing that and also sharing it in show notes, James. Yeah, fantastic. But with the 10-step guide how does that aim to future proof the industry if we can just pull that apart a little more and how the sector can rebound stronger than it was before um, if it rebuilds in that more responsible way yeah so the 10-step guide um, like I said it was it was created by our environmental impact specialist and, and she did it to create a low barrier way for other travel companies to get started I don't, I don't know about you but when I think of things like um, AI um, you know, I think, goodness, how, how would how would we even start, you know, work, getting AI into the travel business? And I think for many travel companies, they think of that when it comes to climate. Their intention is that they want to do good, but they're just not quite sure how to do it. So we have created this as a, um, a kind of create some straightforward steps for, for companies to understand, for example, how their climate change is impacting their business to actually fully developing a climate management strategy. And what we've tried to do is use real world examples from Intrepid to show how other companies can go and implement similar strategies within their own organisation. So we've done it not just with, with carbon, we've also released a similar one, um, an animal welfare policy toolkit too. So just ultimately we're trying to, trying to you know, if we're going to talk about um, rebuilding responsibly, we feel that we've actually got to take a leadership position in helping support others be able to do that. Um, and, and that's why we've, we've gone ahead and released these two um, quick start guides. I think that travel is no longer a, uh, it's not a right anymore. It's, um, it's, it's a privilege. And I think customers will take a more thoughtful approach to travel um, moving forward. And, and I think, you know, there'll be a focus on um, the outdoors, on, on active holidays, on, on iconic bucket list trips with sustainability at, at the front of mind. Um, you know, we are seeing demand for bookings into 2021 with people wanting to fulfill that once a lifetime trips, you know, and we're also seeing, we are seeing a shift towards the growth of sustainable travel and customers wanting to book with travel companies that are ultimately doing the right thing for the planet and its communities. You know, there is, it is no coincidence that Intrepid over the course of the last four years has doubled its revenue. We are, we are seeing this, this kind of transformational shift of move, people moving away from more traditional tour operators onto more sustainable travel experiences um, so, you know, and, and companies like Intrepid, we, we are able to provide um, these kind of fantastic experiences, you know, the transformational events, canals and sea turtles thriving in Thailand. And, you know, the worldwide shutdown from the pandemic has, has, has really shut, shone a light on tourism impacts when it's at full force and people are wanting to be sure that their future travel decisions are responsible and hopefully don't bring any more harm to the places that, that they're ultimately going to visit. We're going to live with this. How- how and when do we start moving forward through COVID? There's no, not going to be a post-COVID. How do we travel through this? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great question, Kim. And, and if you think, um, you know, down here in Australia at the moment, you know, Melbourne is, is right at the kind of extremity, I suppose, of, of the response in terms of I think our government is saying that they are, are trying to suppress the virus. Really, the strategy that's being put in place is to try and eliminate it. You know, there are, there are you know, our borders have up until recently been been pretty you know, locked internationally and, and locked domestically. And what we have to do is to encourage our um, politicians to move beyond politics, which is very difficult for them to do, and to actually think in the best interests of 
um, of all, all stakeholders again, like like we're trying to do Intrepid as a certified B Corp, and and you know try and get movement happening between um, between borders where there is um, you know contained or suppression of the virus, and start to get people moving, and then to to respond to isolated cases quickly through through strong contract tracing and you know proof that we can can find a way you know we have seen you know brits and europeans being able to travel over the, the last few months and you know there is concerns now that some of that's led to a second wave but then you see other positive cases don't you you know a country like iceland where you enter the country um you do a covid test five days in isolation do a second covid test and then you're, you're released and you're good to go so you know, we do live in a globalised world and that will have to return at some point. You've had a lot of time to think. Where's the first place you want to visit, James? <laughs> oh, goodness me. At the moment, I'd go to the Mornington Peninsula, Kim, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, uh, look, my I'm, I'm English and I've, I've been very fortunate over my um, 13 years uh, intrepid living in Australia that I can get home and see family and friends any time I want to and that, that opportunity has been taken away from me. And um, so, so as soon as I can, I'll, I'll want to head back to uh, back to England and, and see my family and friends, to be honest. It's um, those simple, small things that we used to so often take for granted that um, unfortunately become much more appreciative of when you're, when you're without it. Thank you so much, James, from Intrepid there. A link to the guide in show notes. And thanks for tuning into this episode and a reminder to rate, share and subscribe to the World Nomads podcast from wherever you get your favourite pods. Now, next week, travellers are returning to Guatemala and we'll let you know how to visit as we travel through coronavirus and who knows where I'll be recording that from. Bye. The World Nomads podcast. Explore your boundaries.